Welcome back. Soundcheck Pittsburgh. The podcast where two people who don't know a lot about music try to talk about music. Ah, Pete, I hate when you say that. I, I don't know. It's just by default. I mean, we know enough about music. You're, un- you're underwriting us. You're I'm underwriting myself. I, I'm sorry. I just, my, that's my default. I Pete, gotta... we're both intrinsically tied to this podcast. You cannot... Oh, I'm all un- in. I'm all in. I understand that. But what I'm trying to say is you cannot undercut yourself without also undercutting me. So keep that, keep that in mind. You're coming down with the ship. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm completely invested in this. It's just, uh, I never yeah. saw myself doing this. It's, I know, uh, man. You're doing great. But just, I'm glad I'm doing Just get it. loose. Loosen up a little bit. <laughs> there you go. Maybe one more. <laughs> there you go. All right. He's loose. All He's right. loose. He's ready. All right. I'm ready. Um. <laughs> so we're coming back with a band this week. And um, Pete, this is, uh, this is a Pete pick. So Pete, why like not you... <laughs> okay, so why don't you uh, tell us uh, what what's their name? Harkin. One one more time. Harkin. Oh, okay. Harkin. Cool. Harkin. Harkin. Gotcha. That's Very why cool. I would have said that. Yeah. Do you uh, know what that means? Uh, to hark. <laughs> well, yeah, but what does hark mean? To to say out. I don't know. It actually hark. means to listen. I feel like that's something angels did. Yeah, hark, but hark. it means listen. Like, listen oh. here, you fool. Oh, that word's yeah. not around much anymore, is it? No. In fact, when I Googled it and tried to figure out what it actually means, uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary provided me with the interesting fact that it is in the bottom 50% of words. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's which, coming back, though. I guess, which to me seems like a weird delineation. It, this is like a, we've got like a pass-fail system for words. You're either in the top 50 or the bottom 50. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a word that you don't hear too much anymore. No, no. I mean, could you use it in a sentence? Hark the herald angels sing. <laughs> Sorry, Catholic school flashback. <laughs> you hearken here, Pete. You use the wrong word. It's hearken. Sorry. It's not it, hark. It won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, so tell me, how'd you find these guys? This is your pick. You came to me with them. So um, I saw a show that was coming to Mr. Roboto okay. and uh, I saw the lineup and I went through Mr. Roboto here in Bloomfield, Pete field. It is in Bloomfield, but it's kind of over in Garfield, but it's on the Bloomfield side. It's a, it, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. So Garf or uh, <laughs> Penn is the, se- the separator between Garfield and Bloomfield. Sure. But that gets lumped. In. It's, it's on the Bloomfield side. So technically, it's in Bluefield, but all this East End talk means nothing to me. It's all one big all right. East End to me. Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> so I went through and I listened to all the bands on, um, you know, like Bandcamp and stuff. And you checked out who was playing. Yeah, and I the band I was most excited for was was Harkin. Harkin. Yeah, and I was like all in, and I was so excited to go see them. Nice. And uh, made my way over there. Yeah. Uh, realized that I had missed the first two bands of which uh, Harkin was a part of. I feel like this is I feel like this is becoming a theme with you. I, I can never what? get my times right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, they tell you when the show is. It shouldn't be that well, hard. That's the thing. So I went back later and I looked at the Facebook page and okay. I guess they uh, they had pushed up the times. Oh, I didn't get that far. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, well, so anyway, maybe this podcast should be a podcast about music by two guys who have a very hard time actually attending going to see a music. show. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. This is two weeks in a row uh, <laughs> that I've failed. I've tried to do things, but I failed miserably. Oh man! 
but anyway, so so you but, finally get there, right? Yeah, and the third band was on. Who okay, was uh, I think Yonatan Gat, which was like a I'm unfamiliar. They're from Brooklyn. It was like an experimental, like <laughs> funky kind of. Uh, it was also a two piece. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But halfway through that show, I realized the reason I was late is because I was grilling. Uh, oh, nice! It was a nice day out. Always uh, a great time. I had the grill out and I was making burgers and. Uh, so I was sitting there, and do you know, like, you're worried about if you left your door unlocked? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, shit, I didn't turn off the grill. Like, I, the propane's still on. Yeah. So I hurried up and ran back. Yeah. And not only did I not turn off the propane, okay. I, left the, I left the grill completely on. The flames were still going. Fl- like, three burners were still on. <laughs> it was hot as... It was crazy. <laughs> I'm, like, it's one of those weird things that, like... How long were you gone? How long was this grill just burning unoccupied? Probably, like, 25... Probably, like, 30, 40 minutes. Wow. That's yeah. a long time. It is a long time. <laughs> but it's one of those things that it's going to justify my behavior for so long that I'm just, like... You know how you're always, like, I left my door unlocked. I should go back and check it. Yeah. But this was one of the very few times that it, like, worked out. Yeah, because most of those times, you're just being overly cautious. Yeah. Like, you get back and everything's fine. Yeah. This time, this time the girl, the girl's I would, on. I came back and I was like, oh, thank God. Like, wow. Um, yeah. So, but what's the danger there? I mean, obviously, leaving any flame unsupervised uh, is, that, is an inherent danger. Degrees. There was, thankfully, there was nothing around there that was, like, could flash and catch on fire. Sure. But if there was, like, if the, like... Grill cover was near it. That could have Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it could have been really bad. And you're in a shared courtyard. Yes. Uh, I guess someone could have just walked out and started using it. Yeah, I wouldn't that have been That would have been a... They turned it off. Silver afterwards. lining to the whole thing, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> so, I failed the first time I saw Hurricane. But, thankfully, uh, that I was able to see them uh, after that. But I'll get to that later. Um, okay. Yeah. So... So, tell me a little bit about them. Um, I did a little bit of research. Well, let's hear what you have to say. Okay, fair enough. Um, they are your pick. I uh, researched them. Um, they are a two-piece, which is pretty interesting. Um, just drums and guitar. Um, you don't see a lot of that. I think they do add a bass player in their live shows. Um, uh, I don't think so. I think at times they definitely have. Okay. When I saw them, they didn't. Really? So, they were live just the two-piece? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it worked. Well, I'll get to that later. I don't want to get too far into that, but yeah. it works. <laughs> cool. I believe it. So we're going to play. They So, well, they formed this year They uh, or last year. They formed in uh, 2016 out of the remnants of a another local band um, of which they were both members. And um, they each, that band fell apart for one reason or another. And the two of them moved forward with this new project. So they've put out one EP. That's mm-hmm. they have they have three songs that have officially been released, and we're gonna play one of them. Um, what is uh, what is the EP called? Carte Blanche. Oh, interesting. What was that? Carte Blanche. Carte Blanche. Interesting. Okay. Do you know what that means? Nope. <laughs> These are all the, I I I, I could barely speak English. I don't know. I know your voice sounded kind of weird there. Um, the uh, so carte blanche. It's a French phrase that directly translates to blank paper, but uh, yeah. But the the like the translation in how in the expression. What the expression means is act complete freedom to act as one wishes or thinks best. Just complete freedom. Oh, isn't that kind of interesting? That is kind of interesting. Yeah, you got a blank. It's like a blank slate. Hmm. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah. The song that we're going to play off of it is... Um, Wake Up. Wake Up. That's correct. Which is the first song off the EP? First song off the EP. All right, let's listen to it. 
That was awesome. What were your initial takeaways on that? So when when the song starts off, it, it like it's a real standard like punk riff. Sure. And then the vocals come in and it's like spoken. Yeah, it's real deadpan. It's kind of kind of low key, just just spoken, and uh, it's driving. You know. Yeah. So it's it's moving forward, and then all of a sudden you're just hit with like a wall of noise at the chorus. Yeah, when that chorus comes in, and you're just you're just kind of sitting there, and you're like like blown away. It totally blows you away. The and intensity is insane. So the thing about that is, if if we didn't already say that it was it was a two piece, uh, the the amount of noise you get. You know, you wouldn't expect that. Well, let me say when I um, when I first listened to it, when you showed it to me, I had no idea that was a two piece. Yeah, and I mean, because the that the amount of sound, the wall of sound that's coming in with that. I mean, it's it, you know, it's impressive from two people. So you would think that that you know, in in production, that was something that was added. yeah, a lot of reverb, you know, a lot of some effects, you know, you think that's all done in the in the studio. But I saw them live. Really. And, I was standing there and yeah, you know, I didn't step back a little. So bit. wait, we're talking about a time where you actually saw them live. Yes, when I I was given the opportunity to actually see them, I got there on time. Okay, where wait, where was this? Give it, give me a little info on this. It was also at Mr. Roboto. Oh, okay. So I got there on time. Uh, I was actually there early because I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Um, and you can say what you want about Pete Krause, but he learns from his mistakes. It takes me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be the third or fourth time, but yeah. he'll get there. So. Um, when, whenever that comes in, the, the depth and the amount of, you know, noise that comes in, you don't expect that from two people, but it, it's there. And, you know... And you're saying that holds up live. It does. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. That's really cool. So, so if you were to describe what, what genre would you say this is in? Well, so it definitely, it's got a lot of uh, grunge influence, early yeah. 90s um, even like late 80s, like the early grunge stuff, like early Nirvana, um, so, some early sa- Soundgarden. Um, okay. Yeah, that kind so of stuff. Their first like Facebook post ever was, uh, it was on the day that uh, um, Kurt... Uh, Kurt Cobain? Kurt Cobain died. The April anniversary. 4th, April 5th, which is actually my birthday. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Interesting. So um, what was their post? It was on the anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death. It just said RIP, and it was, a, it was a link to one of their songs. Wow. That's pretty cool. So obviously, Nirvana is a huge influence. Sure. What else did you hear? Um, but yeah, I also thought it, trans, uh, it, it transitions a little bit away from the grunge. There's definitely some, some of the more uh, modern, like some late brand new I heard. Um, I don't know if you'd agree with agree Interpol. With, yeah, Interpol for sure. I, I was going to say I don't know if you'd agree with me entirely on this, but but like late brand new, like Devil and God are raging inside me, brand new. Um, I, I can hear that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, definitely Interpol. I thought the lyrics, uh, or excuse me, the vocals sounded a lot like like Courtney Love, like some of those Hole. Is that yeah, yeah? Some yeah, of those like Riot Girl bands from the early nineties. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Do you hear anything else? Um. No, I think I covered all of it um, that I want to say. But the the one thing that I want to point out is uh, after they go through the chorus and verse a couple times, yeah. Uh, the last thing they do is there's a breakdown. Sure. And that was uh, like like a sludge metal like, yeah. breakdown. Yeah. And I know you're not too much into metal. But no, I'm not at all. More, but that's what the melodic, uh, like sludgy, acidy kind of sound. So that's what I really liked. And what I really wanted to point out about this was it's hard to say one genre because they move in and out of them. So like 
like it's it's fluid. You know, they're going in and out of genres. Right. And the end is something that's uniquely theirs. Sure. So there, you know, there's you can say there's influences and stuff, but after everything is said and done, I think it's completely unique. They've got their own sound for sure. Which and is, I, is it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, definitely. And I would say that um, listening to the whole EP, that is 100% apparent. I mean, yeah, the other two the, songs are have similar things, but they're uniquely their own. Definitely, they all sound a little bit different. They're all twist. That none of them sound uh, similar to the previous song at all. Um, yeah, I mean, just my takeaway from that track, it's just it, there's such an intensity, such a like desperate like urgency to that music. Like you, you get an adrenaline rush listening to that. Like there's just this driving beat. Um, the the riff is relentless. The chorus comes in, like you said, it just smacks you over the head. It's just, it's pounding. It's just like, this is life or death. This is the, there's passion in it. It's, you know what I mean? I'm going a little overboard here, I feel like, but I don't think but, you are, but that's like, that's the takeaway here. I mean, is that like, that's what you want from this kind of music. You want this music to instill those kind of emotions in you, you know? And then it doesn't let up until the very end. No, not at all. It can't be ignored. No, not at all. So, they gave us a couple of notes that they wanted us to mention. They are uh, recording uh, the second song off of the CP. They're re-recording it. Uh, they're going back to the studio. Yeah. At the end of August, they're going to be releasing a uh, remastered version of Shore Shock, which is the second song on the EP. Yeah. Um, they're also doing a video for that, which is going to come out in September. Cool. So that's a couple of stuff to look forward to. Um, and they're putting out a full length? Yeah, there, uh, there's no shows lined up for them at the moment because in September they are going into the studio. They are going to be recording with Matt Very of Very Tight Records, and it'll be their debut uh, full-length LP, which is pretty exciting. Um, I, uh, I will say I'm a little disappointed that they didn't have a Twitter. I didn't get to dive deep into any <laughs> tweets this time. That's but, what Jack um, doing. Ah, I love that. But I will say that uh, there's, there is some cool stuff um, there. Uh, I was able to read a couple articles that were written about them. They had a pretty great quote. I want to lay this quote on you and get, get your take on it. Um, so the quote, they were just talking about the Pittsburgh music scene in general. Mm -hmm. And the quote goes, there's a lot of dad rock implied in the Pittsburgh music scene. Uh, we're trying to change that, though. We're professional and DIY, but not so cheesy, implied as cheesy as dad rock is. I couldn't agree with that more. Really? Yeah. What do you, so you, you find a lot of dad rock in the Pittsburgh scene? Well, I think that's what's out there. Like, How would you even define dad rock? Like, What are we talking about? Stuff our dad listens to? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Our dad. We have the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, we're brothers. <laughs> Actually, uh, so last weekend someone confused us as brothers. Yeah, and it wasn't the first time we've we've it's been happened before. Yeah, we've which been, I take as a compliment. <laughs> Likewise, Pete, of course. But um, I think what they're saying is just mainstream, um, like music in Pittsburgh uh, that's accessible. They're trying to steer away from that, and I think sure they're stripping it away and they're going back to like you said, like early late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Grungy sounding. Yeah. I mean, they have the... Under but that's, that's, I think that takes away from them a little bit because they also are going into other genres as well. Yeah. I mean, they're pulling from that time frame that you mentioned, but they're meshing it uh, with other genres, kind of making, like we talked about, a unique sound. They have definitely an underdog mentality, a DIY ethos of just how they're doing things. You know what I mean? I mean, it's two people. That's it. 
that's what punk was born and bred on. Exactly, exactly. I also found online that uh, being sad is their inspiration. So you know, if there's a, if there's a theme musically with our podcast, it's that uh, we fall into the sad song category, or at least my picks do. <laughs> yeah, and it just so happens you picked our intro music, so that explains that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're really excited about her, uh, Harkin, and uh, we're going to look forward to their full length that it's released, and also the the remastered version of uh, the Sure Shock. Yeah. Shock. So we're coming back with our S list this week. That's um, right. We're not the only S list in town, though. We're not. No. Who else? Who copied us? Well, the City Paper has an S list. They do. But this is the second year they've done it. I was going to say I don't think they copied us. If you're keeping track, this is our third week. <laughs> So our legal team's going to have to get on this one. Hopefully we don't get sued again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're going to have to start preparing uh, just in case they, they come litigate against us. So whatever. We're going to ride still, this. We're still accepting applications for an intern to, to help us with this. They have to be a practicing lawyer in the state <laughs> of Pennsylvania. Right. They have to work for nothing because we can't afford to pay anything. Eh. Uh, we'll give them. We won't pay them monetarily. We'll pay them in other ways. We'll, we'll give them compliments. There you go. We'll you build them up. them compliments. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll start off with uh, my picks. Yeah. So I think uh, the first week of the S list, we each kind of, uh, we each kind of uh, pushed forward our own agendas here. We're trying to get the other person to like some, to expand their horizons, to like some of uh, the genres that don't really correlate between the two of us. Um, and I think this week, uh, I think we dug in a little deeper, and I don't know if it worked or not. I'm digging my heels in on this. One. <laughs> I could tell. So, what would you what'd you put on the list? Okay, so the first pick I had was "Snot" by Alex G. Parentheses Sandy. Okay. Second pick, "Hotel" by the Antlers. Right. Third pick, "God in Chicago" by the Hold Steady's Craig Finn. Solo. 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 Yeah. Okay. Third pick, "A World of Hurt" by Drive By Truckers. Okay. So I'll start off easy. I'll tell you what I liked. Okay. I loved um, Snot by, what was it, Sandy? Yeah. Alex G, parentheses, Sandy. So he added the Sandy out of nowhere before this last album. Really? Yeah. (laughs) No one knows where it came from? No. Oh, interesting. I don't know if that's his name now. Interesting. Well, it's a great song. I loved... um, I love the feel of it, and there were some really interesting uh, vocal vocalizations that kind of took me by surprise. Um, throughout the song, it changed a little bit. Um, it was cool. It was a great track. I was I was excited to have heard it. I kept coming back to it. Um, yeah, it's all you. So I picked that one because I was like, Jack's going to love this one. Did you really? I did. Wow, you really know how to throw me some softballs. So there you go. That one worked. Um, tell me what didn't work. Okay, so uh, I really... Did not like the drive-by truckers. A world of hurt. I could not stand that song. <laughs> that hurts. Does it? Yeah. I'm sorry. That is my favorite band, and this is probably one of my favorite songs. Seriously? Yeah. That's your favorite. This is your favorite song of your favorite band. It's up there. Wow. I mean, it's hard to pick because they got their catalog so big. But um, Pete, I didn't know you were that into this kind of music. It hit, so I started getting this about like a year, year and a half ago. And what I, would what would old what would like twenty thirteen Pete say about this? He would have never guessed this. Would he have slapped you? I don't know if he would slap me, but <laughs> you know, I'm I'm glad I'm expanding my horizons. Hey, no more power to you. This is in the vein of um, the alt country, right? I would say so. Yeah, but I think you're doing a poor job of getting me into this genre. So do you want to hear why I picked this for you? 
Well, let me tell you why I didn't like it first. Okay. So the whole song is basically... So the instrumentation's fine. I like the music. The whole song is basically just this, this like spoken word uh spoken word lyrics about how you shouldn't give up you should keep trying there's beauty in this world you got to keep looking for it you got to just dive in there even if you think you're in a crappy situation you might not be if you try harder and i'm just like oh my gosh it's so put on it's so heavy-handed it's so cheesy i can't take it it's yeah so that doesn't feel genuine to you at all. Not at all. Wow. I'm just like I'm like, what is this? I think some sort of self help song. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with self help songs, but the they gotta to me at least, and obviously this is just my personal opinion. They gotta be genuine. They gotta be. They gotta feel like they're coming from someone who knows what they're talking about. And I'm not saying these guys don't. All I'm saying is the way it felt was like it was forced. It felt like it's just like you know, like it's a. It's like trying. It's like all cliche. I don't know. I could not disagree with you more. Um, I think that this is the. I feel very genuinely like I can get behind the message that he's given out. And this is one of the songs that I always come back to because if, if I'm ever feeling like, you know, upset or, you know, like I'm not doing the right thing, I just listen to this and it makes me feel better. Well, you could call me and I could just talk into the phone, some random cliches and pick me ups and, you know, that might have the same effect. So I also think that you don't understand the mythos behind the drive-by truckers. I uh, definitely do not because this is the first drive-by trucker song I've ever heard. It's so I really hope that you go down this rabbit hole in a good way. I don't know. I guess this was the wrong song to pick to get you into it. Uh, yeah, you can try again. So there's four different art, like singers that I can get you behind. Um, wait, this, in this one band, there's yeah, four different singers at, at different points in their, you know, this song was put out in 2004 and I think this was their third album at that wow. point. Yeah. They go back really far. Wow. Okay. Uh, this is Patterson Hood. He's one of the main two. Him and Mike Cooley have been in it since the beginning. Okay. Um, Jason Isbell, who right now is killing it. I think he won a Grammy last year. Wow. Um, he's out of Drive by Truckers by now. Okay. Uh, then there's also um, Shauna. I don't remember her last name, but at one point she was also a singer for it. But anyway, this song I picked for you because. I thought you would really connect to the lyrics, but I guess I was wrong and Jack is dead inside. <laughs> well, listen, I do like lyrics, but what happened was I died inside and now just <laughs> nothing nothing hits me hard. I feel no emotion. So, no, seriously, I do like I love lyrics. Um, I will say that I've kind of I've kind of I've kind of lowered my bar on my lyrical expectations okay. uh, in recent years. I'm kind of more, you know, I, I don't get caught up with them as much. I kind of m- focus more on the overall vibe of the song. Okay. Um, sometimes it doesn't really matter what the lyrics are. I, I just get that that visceral feeling of what the song, what the feeling is there, you know? I'll take these notes and I'll come back next week with something better. Okay. All right, we'll see. Well, let me get into what I picked. So I put four songs on there this week. Um, The first one is Tokyo by Truett featuring Lighthouse. The second one is As I Do by Purity Ring, one of my favorite bands. Uh, The third one is Can't Stop Fighting by Sheer Mag, a Philadelphia act that I'm a big fan of. And the final one is OMG, a new song by Vic Mensa featuring Pusha T. Okay. Do you want the good or the bad first? Give me the good. 
Okay. So I really like that uh, purity reading song. Nice. And I thought that you, this was kind of your softball to me because this was post rock ish. Um, sure. You know, I like Bonobo and Tycho and stuff like that. Yeah. So this wasn't too far from that. No, um, I'm glad you had this reaction to it. I was not thinking of you at all. I, um, <laughs> I mean, how are you playing this game? <laughs> because uh, Purity Ring is one of my favorite acts. Um, I've bonded with some of my closest friends uh, over this band, and uh, they put out a new track this summer. Um, I love it, so I threw it on the list. Uh, you don't know the back catalog. But this is a return to some of their earlier sounding stuff. This is a, uh, a little bit of a move away from some of their poppier sounding stuff on the latest uh, LP. So I'm excited the direction they're going into. I mean, this is a haunting song. It's it, the, the production's great. The vocals are haunting. And I do love the fact that the song title is, is As I Do. And that in the song, it's as I do three separate words and they just smush them together for, for one title, which they're paying by the word I did. They do that a lot, but I do, I do, I do enjoy that. Yeah. They're paying by the word. <laughs> <laughs> Got a character limit, I guess. <laughs> 180 characters. So what didn't you like Pete? I think you could kind of guess this, but the Tokyo song. Seriously? Yeah. I wasn't going to guess that at all. Really? No. So that for me, how so, can you not like that song? So for you saying everything like something being forced and everything like that, for this, this just felt so fake. Really, it felt so like forced and like poppy. It it sounded. Well, it, I could not differentiate between this and any other pop song. Like this could have been a Demi Lovato song. For Demi all I knew. Lovato, are you serious right that, now? That's just like a pop artist that I know. <laughs> I don't listen to that stuff too much, so that's just what I'm thinking. Demi Lovato. That was the last pop artist Pete's ever heard of. <laughs> She's still big, much. right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, so oh, I man. did look. I did. So, so I, go- I Googled these people. Hold on. Let me defend them a little bit. All right. So, this, so I've never heard of this band before. I found them recently, and I've just had this song on repeat. To me, this song is just, it feels like summer. It feels fun. It's upbeat. It's one of the catchiest electro pop songs I've heard in a while. Um, there's some really cool synth work in there. I liked it. I really, really did. And you know, when when we inevitably get so big that you know <laughs> we're so famous that we have a falling out because fame and fortune came too fast for us, and you know we can't handle it. Oh God, I'm not. I'm not going to forget this. This is going to be part of part of the problem right here. This is it. This is where it starts. This is an argument starter. <laughs> This is one of those things that's going to be brought up time and time again. So I should also clarify that I Googled these people, and that probably is why I didn't like them anymore. Because they, I don't think I even looked them up. Where do you think these people are from? Oh, I don't even know. I'm assuming it's not Tokyo, but it could be anywhere. Nashville. Nashville? Yeah. That, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, you would, I mean, drive-by truckers maybe, but they're actually from uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. But anyway. Muscle Shoals. Okay. I'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. So they look like a generic Instagram famous person. Do they really? Yeah, it's a guy and a girl, <laughs> and they look like they they just like were wealthy. Each of them individually? Yes. You separate them, and they could have been Instagram famous. Wow. Either one of them. Well, it's funny you say that, because I actually have an interesting story with my experience with Instagram famous people. Oh, God. <laughs> so you know Instagram models? 
I, I, yeah, I'm aware of them. Yeah. So there was a time when I followed almost exclusively Instagram models to the point where my entire Instagram feed was nothing but Instagram models. No memes, no dank memes, nothing, nothing, uh, just models. And I don't even know how I started doing this, but what I started doing was diving a little deeper into the Instagram models. And I learned a couple things. A, these people were not always Instagram models. They weren't born Instagram models. Yes, that's the implication. Um, they were normal people, just like you or me beforehand. So we could be Instagram models. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. But um, if you and B, the second takeaway was that a lot of these people are using the same accounts that they used from when they were not Instagram models from before. So if you scrolled back far enough on their feed, you would see the pictures they had posted from before they were models when they were just normal people. (laughs) And I will say this, that number one, you don't have to be super attractive to be an Instagram model. That gives me hope. (laughs) Yeah. So you just have to meet a basic threshold of attractiveness and then they will make you look way better. Like if you scrolled back far enough, you could see the transition and the transition usually happened pretty quickly, but it would go from, okay, these are pictures that they took just normal pictures of everyday life and themselves and whatever. And then all of a sudden there would start to be, there would start to creep in pictures from actual photographers. And these pictures are doctored, they're airbrushed, photoshopped. photoshopped. They're, they're made to look really nice. Right? So, um, one thing I noticed was that prior to becoming Instagram models, most of these people always had significant others. They had partners, they had mostly like boyfriends and stuff. And the, and From there, I started diving into the accounts of the actual boyfriends, the old boyfriends. Deep research. Yeah, exactly. Just to see what they're doing now, right? And almost all of them were not with the Instagram model anymore. They had all broken up. It had fallen apart somewhere within the transition from a normal person to the Instagram model. That lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's kind of a bummer. It would, it would kind of stink to, you know, have your ex-girlfriend just turn into an Instagram model. But this all came to a head one day when I was doing this with just any old Instagram model. I was, I was scrolling back and I saw she had an old boyfriend that was all over her feed way back when. Nothing had been posted about this guy for like three years. Wow. You know? So I go to his account and all of a sudden I realize... They're still together. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's still promoting her. He's got pictures all over his account of her. This is the only couple I found that survived the transition. Somehow, they made it through so that they are still together. He has just accepted his role (laughs) as a non-entity in her Instagram model life. There is no sign of him on her account. But if you go to his account, they have been together from before she blew up, from before she was anything. She was just a normal person. Jeez. And that is when I stopped being dead inside, (laughs) and I realized that true love is out there, and you can find it. And that is what gave me hope, Peter. (laughs) So we got a couple of local shows coming up that we want to talk about. Um, What do you got for us, Pete? This week, August the 8th, we have on Thursday, we have at Mr. Roboto, which, if you haven't told, uh, figured that out yet, we always promote stuff from there because there's a lot of good shit going on there. You love that place. I do. 
Um, I've never been. What the hell are you doing? I don't know. You got to take me. All right. Uh, this Thursday, we have Dominic, who's from Me Without You, uh, Loose Teeth uh, from Philly, and then uh, Sun Oregon, who's also from Philly, with local support from Calix. Um, Friday, we have Beauty Slap playing at Club, Club Cafe. Highly recommend those guys. Yeah. If, if you haven't heard about them yet, uh, definitely go out there and check them out. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. They have a pretty big uh, local following, too. It should be a great show. Saturday, the biggest thing going on is uh, the Spirit Summer Recess, which is an outdoor uh, food and music festival, which seems to be a fun, like a thing that goes on almost every weekend now. Um, there's a lot of local bands playing, though. We have at the outdoor port, which is free, Super Yamba Band, uh, Honey High Wasted, which that's a fun name. Great name. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Uh, Chantillion. Lindsay Smith and Soul Distribution, the Hills and the Rivers, uh, Amir Miles, uh, Glowworms, <laughs> Sl- Swamp Walk, Good Sport, and then indoor later, there is a cover for this portion. Uh, we got Slow Danger, The Noise, Dino Soul, which has Donnie Donovan from the band we previewed tonight. Her- That's right. Lead singer Harkin. of Harkin yeah. is also in Dino Soul. Uh, Pet Clinic, Baby Teeth, Hall Dance. And, uh, yeah, that seems like a lot of fun. Awesome. Definitely go check it out. All right. That wraps up episode three. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I do want to say that, um, if you have any feedback at all, uh, please email us at soundcheckpittsburgh, all spelled out, soundcheckpittsburgh at gmail.com. Um, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what we should listen to next, be it a local Pittsburgh band, be it a national band. We want to hear if you think our opinions on anything that we talked about here suck. If you love (laughs) what we're talking about, if you hate it, whatever. Um, I promise you we are not scammers. I do think that Harkin initially thought I was a scammer when I, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I do. I do. Um, so I reached out to them on, uh, Facebook messenger, uh, just kind of explaining like what we were trying to do, trying to get permission to use a track. And, uh, Donnie Donovan, uh, their lead singer, she friend requested me. And I didn't know who that was. And then I put two and two together and I was like, oh, that's the, that's the Harkin, uh, that's the Harkin member. So, uh, she must've seen my message, but then she never said anything for a while for, for like a couple days. So she was kind of, she, she thought, well, I was like, well, I was like, (laughs) maybe she's just making sure I'm legit. Maybe she's making sure I'm a real person, not a scammer. And then I was kind of thinking like, that would be kind of a funny scam if we were just like, Hey, uh, we just need some info for our podcast that we're doing. Uh, I just want, uh, your social security number, (laughs) uh, rights to play a track of yours, your mother's maiden name and, uh, (laughs) bank routing number. Like, you know, we're, we're just getting started. It's no big deal. We definitely <laughs> but, appreciate uh, <laughs> them letting us do this. Oh, yeah. No, thank you to them 100%. They are on Facebook. They're on Instagram, at Harkin. It's H-E-A-R-K-E-N. and Also um, on Spotify. Also on Spotify. They're on SoundCloud. They're everywhere. Um, as are we, Pete. Yeah. We we're all web- over. We have a website. We're all over the place. What's the website? Oh, God. <laughs> w... W W dot dot <laughs> only one dot. Sorry. Shit. Um, sound check PGH not spelled out dot podbean.com. Just a couple of beans in a pod, <laughs> <laughs> but we are also on uh, SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. We're Facebook. on iTunes. 
We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Google Play. That was a big one this we week. We are on Google Play, man. That's Does how you... Does anyone have that? <laughs> well, that's how you know you made it. Uh, I was just like, do you want to put this on Google Play? I was like, I guess. I like, anyway. Does anyone have that? I'm glad people are listening to us. We've got a lot of fun stuff lined up. We're, uh, we're starting to line up bands for the future. So definitely subscribe. Throw us a like on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. And uh, we'll be back at you guys uh, in the coming weeks. We're going to keep rolling with, uh, with an act a week. And, uh, yeah, hope you stay tuned. Kill them with content. That's right.